Welcome back to the fucking Aqua Thinking Podcast. I'm Nas, aka Stacks. What's up? I'm Vince. <laughs> and we are the Aqua Thinkers. Woo! Yes. Turn me up. Turn me up. Why well, see? Turn me up. You know what I'm saying? Shout it. What the fuck is up? No more guests in this bitch, man. <laughs> Shit, no more fucking guests. We're tired. I'm not tired. I'm just more so, I'm tired of saying special guests. Like, hey, we have a special guest. Yeah. We ain't had a solo in a minute. Yeah. How you been, man? Tell the people how you been. I've been good. I've been living life. I've been living my life like it's golden. Living your life like it's golden. Yeah. Your skin's glowing. Thank you. Oh, I like that for I've you, been, man. you know, eating right and eating shit. Eating right. What you been eating? Pears. Pineapples and Pineapples shit, yeah. Shit. I'm on this little pineapple detox. Okay. And it's okay. nice, yeah. Yeah, I got my fro back, so yeah. Vulnerable Nas. Fro. It's baby fro. Vulnerable Nas is on the way. So you know what time it is. Nice. Yeah, I go through seasons. So mm. I think this is my like growing hair. It's changing, you know. School's about to come back and leaves is fucking changing. So I feel like Didn't you, you know, grow your hair out for a reason though? Yeah, I did grow my hair out for a reason. I'm trying to learn patience. You know, mm. even thing great things have been happening with the podcast and stuff like that. But I just feel like I be wanting shit to be like boom, boom, mm. boom in your face and shit like that. Um so I just decided this was gonna be a challenge of mine to Grow my hair out and really just accept that challenge of patience because, you know, hair takes like, it's like grow like grass sometimes. Yeah. So, it depends. And I got that, I got that 4C. Yeah. I got that 4C. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what does that mean? I just got some, I got some thick hair, you know? I'm not going to say nappy. Mm. I'm just saying I got some thick hair, you know? So it takes a little longer for... No, thick hair actually, it depends. It, it, how well I take care of it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm just trying that new thing. Um, anything else that's good with you? Hmm? Mm, no. I'm no, good, you right good? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get awkward. Well, this is a little bit awkward. How? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, all right. Check it, check it, check it out. This Man. weekend, we or not this weekend, but this week, I feel like we watched a lot of movies and stuff. We did. Did a lot of film digestion. Yes, me, me, Vince, and CJ were all laid up on the same couch. We were in our blankets. Why and- do you make it seem like that? We got two couches. We were on separate couches. But, of course... Niggas, two niggas is gonna be on the same couch. Stop making it seem oh, like it's yeah. more than it is. We were laid up on the couch. We were doing some things, um, and then we were being podcasters. Me and Vince were. I think we were on the same couch. Were we on the same couch? I'm not. I'm not. So we were on the you... same couch, and then um, we were, you know, analyzing some movies. So um, one movie, I it was a recommend. It was a TikTok recommendation. I think his name is the Straw Hat Guy. He's a black guy Luffy? from Compton movie yeah uh, no luffy luffy i don't know i don't think that's him but straw hat guy is like he's black i know but the straw hat is a homage to yeah that's that's probably yeah, yeah one that's, piece yeah that's probably what his little thing is his mantra is but i seen a recommendation from i'm not okay and um it was it was that movie i feel like you were struggling with it i i did because it was very cringy because mm. it, it can, it can happen. Warning: There will be some spoilers. So yes, spoiler it, alert! Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, if you mm-hmm. have, we are here. We're here. We're I would here. definitely recommend people to watch it. It's not a like oh a coming of age, but it's a nice little. I wake like the, the fuck story. Up. It's a wake yeah. the fuck up kind of like 
movie. And like, uh, even with the story, the storyline, it's just, like I said, it was very cringy. It was mm-hmm. very like. Let's tell the people what the storyline was. Go ahead. You want to go ahead, man. That, all right. So it's about this uh, white girl who, of course, she's privileged. Like her parents are well off and she's like. She works for an uh, a, a magazine or yeah, something. Yeah, like a she, blog ma- yeah. magazine. She starts off as like um, a graphic designer, and but she's trying to get into the writing part, and because she's trying to get in, but she she doesn't have awareness the way people should have awareness. Where it's like, I, like she was sad about not being alive during nine eleven because she didn't know anybody who died in it. She didn't have anyone who died in nine eleven. And that was why she was sad about it. She wasn't sad that, okay, all these people had died in this horrible... It was a 9-11. That was 9-11. I could have sworn. No, it was uh, it was the Paris. It was... No, but it, it started oh. off... Remember, I'll be watching the oh, movie, my, nigga. My, my fault. Yeah. But it started off with 9-11. It started off with her talking to her boss about... Like, that's what the letter... her Or that was what the first... Uh, piece that she wrote about right it was about not being there during 9 11 and how that affected her but it's like uh but that's what the story was it was like you're unaware of like what the fuck and your privilege causes you to be blind and you think certain uh certain bad shit that happened to people you see it as a oh this is character development this is oh i wish i could say i went through this and you know people and that's kind of where the story goes it's like it shows her because what she ends up doing is pretending that she was in another terrorist attack. So, and she does it first by accident. Like first, she's just uh, like, "Oh, I'm in Paris." Like, but she's catfishing that she's in Paris, and she's making it seem like she's there for like some dude she like um, to make herself seem more interesting. Like she done called off work for the whole week, everything. Um, then she get to the point where it's like she posts a picture saying where she was at, and Five minutes later, that same place was attacked by terrorists. So she, everybody's asking her questions. She's starting to get a platform, people reaching out and shit. And like everybody, she's still writing the story. And she's, uh, what she does is she goes into like a trauma group of, uh, what's that, like a group therapy yeah, thing? It's, it's trauma group, like yeah. a, support, a support group. Yep. And she meets people in there. She listening to their stories and like kind of trying to make that her story too, or like align it with her story. Cause she don't, she ain't go through shit, so she don't know. And so with uh, her and one of the girls, the the young black girl, her name is Rowan, and like she was in a mass school shooting or whatever. Yeah, she was in a school shooting. And her sister died. Her mother was there and shit. Like her mother worked at the school during the time, so it was kind of wild. Like she she got actual trauma. And she's explaining to the white girl and, it like, helping her, like, hey, this is how you can um, not express your trauma, but, like, relieve some of it or, uh, you know, working through different ways. And they go through all that. And, of course, you know, they find out she lied. Mm-hmm. They find out, you know, it comes out she, she lied. Like, she tries to write a letter. I lied about it. I'm sorry. She get caught and shit. And it's like, there's no making up for it. Like, her and the, the girl, they don't make up at all. Like, the girl uh, does, like, a spoken word thing, and she says, uh, basically, I'm not okay, because right. that's what it was. The original, the white girl wrote something about not being okay and how other people aren't okay, and it was nice, but it's like, these aren't really, this isn't your experience. 
See my part. Um, that was great. I was Thank I was you. dialed in, and I didn't, I rewatched the fucking movie. I'm like, damn, what? I need to watch this again. Um, no, nah, when I was watching it, it was just more so. Like I said, it was cringy as fuck because it's like, bitch, play the part. Yeah. Like it was. She was trying to like be like, oh, I'm success. I'm got this platform. People fuck with me. People love me. All type of shit. Um, and she, I think she had some mental illness going on because she had she to did. take pills. Remember, no, she was just popping pills. Oh, she was just popping pills? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was crazy. Oh, and that's what it was. She popped pills. She had popped some pills and got really, really high. Like, no, but it said, take your pills. In the thing, it said, take your pills. Everybody should say, take your pills. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, she was just popping pills. It wasn't for nothing like... Uh, like a di- diagnosis? Yeah. I thought she was depressed, like severe depression. No. And her depression was from boredom. Mm. Like I don't have I'm not struggling I'm not going through anything And it's like It's that kind of story Where it's like You're making it seem like That's a bad thing And you want these bad things To happen to you Or you want to experience them To say Hey I went through this Or or whatever And I think Because that's the message It's like basically Stop clout chasing Stop Like Stop trying to force yourself To go through trauma Just to say Hey I had some character development because yeah. it's not okay. Yeah, it was just it was just frustrating me, and it was like it's, it's it had my anxiety high because I'm like, oh my god, when is this shit going getting out? And then it's like the closer she got with that vic- that person who was really a victim mm-hmm. and shit like that, because it was just like, oh, I, I don't know if she's gonna the girl's gonna kill herself for opening up this much, or she's gonna like self destruct. It was so crazy how what are people willing to go for to get to that certain point of success mm-hmm. and that's like that's dead ass like scary and then i you know i wanted to propose this question like what what are you willing to do for the podcast to be successful like what are you willing to like not like i'm not saying compromise yourself mm-hmm. or anything like that but what is like all right okay i'll do this if this means that my family can live right or i can do whatever the fuck i can i don't know i just know i'm not willing to compromise myself to the extent of like embarrassment or like some shit that you can't take back like uh i wouldn't like you know how um you hear celebrities gotta go through weird shit and they sleeping with people in the game to get up there and shit and it's like or you gotta fuck a producer to get uh, a song yeah and it's like i'm not going through all that i'm not some some shit if if it's not going to happen for me naturally then it's all right it's gonna have to be okay mm-hmm. but i at the same time who knows because it's like once you get to a certain point it's like damn i have gotten all the way to this point i would to turn around because hey i don't like let's say for certain celebrities like actors or actresses and shit yeah when they have to do new scenes some some people be like i'm not doing that that's not part of my character that's not who i am that's not something i want to do and then other people are being told well, if you want to make it and you want to break through, these are, especially with, like, some real down badass roles. Like, yeah. when I say, I mean, like, them roles where it's, like, they, like, the whole story, they struggling. This is, like, they normally, the actor or actress is, like, really beautiful or, like, really in roles where they're more happy. But, like, Zendaya. I feel like Zendaya is, like, a good example of that where all of her other roles that we've ever seen her in, she's a normal person or she's, like, a you know, be- young, beautiful girl, and in Euphoria, she's this fucking crackhead. Yeah. And it's like, you see her go through so much stuff, and and it does help with, I think that helped round her as an actor, but it was certain shit she wasn't willing to do 
like the news scene. She yeah, wasn't. I was just about to say that. Yeah, she wasn't willing to do news scenes because hey, y'all don't need to see me make it for certain shit. Yeah. You don't need to see me. You don't gotta see that. Like me being on, and that's not gonna boost my career. That's not gonna make people think. Oh yeah, she got naked, and so because she got naked, she's a more profound actress now, or she's this and that. And it's more. It's like she stood on her toes, and she's still booking roles and shit. I feel like with that that situation, um, I feel like she didn't want to get memed. You know what I mean? I feel like with a woman, you know, that women do think about their bodies and things mm-hmm. like that. It's not saying Zendaya is like a bad, like looking woman. She's mm-hmm. not the most curvaceous woman. She's, you know, she's a skinny girl. She, you know, she hasn't, she's still in her young 20s. She hasn't really boomed into Zendaya, Zendaya. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a J-Lo or whatever the case. I don't, I'm just saying like. I don't think she's ever going to be roundish. Where I'm, it's like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, but I'm, what I'm saying is people body shame. Yeah, and that's like true. how they do Lizzo. Like Lizzo ass is full blown on the fucking internet. Yeah, and people body shame her. So I feel like the executive decision from Zendaya not doing that new scene, and I'm like, I applaud her for it. Is probably because a this might be a insecurity of mine, and b this I don't want the internet to see me or I'm forever mm-hmm. on the internet or a video and I'm new. I, I'm gonna have children. Because I like that, but I mm-hmm. uh, I like that for a different reason. But I I don't think her shit was more so like. I'm worried about what people are going to say about it's just this isn't I don't have to do this. Yeah. I'm not I don't I don't have to get naked. Like what 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 uh cash I'll say she ain't got to get naked for a tennis bracelet. Like that's in, <laughs> Zendaya don't got to get naked for a row. What the fuck am I getting naked for? But that's the same thing with the girl that was on the show. Like she said I wasn't going to do no more sex scenes and we barely seen her. Which girl? Um the 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 thicker chick. Are you talking about Cassie? Is her name or, Cassie? Or uh The Big Bone Chick. Oh, uh I don't remember her name on the show. But I, I think know. her name like Love or some shit like that. Some yeah, but like she she wasn't doing no more um sex, sex scenes, but we haven't seen her. Mm. But it's I feel like we lose and we're gonna go like back to what mm-hmm. we were originally talking about, but I feel like in media and film it's we get too caught up in the vulnerability moment like mm-hmm. oh they have to be naked they have to be in their truest art form to really express this this nature and shit like that but it's like me personally i i don't know and or i just don't recall a jamie fox film where jamie fox had to get naked he just mm-hmm. knows how to fucking act his yeah. ass off. watching euphoria it was you know remember the scene uh and again spoilers but like <laughs> in the new season she gets to a point where it's like she gets locked in that house yeah. where they they're known for sex trafficking and her like when she got locked in there that shit scared me because i'm like e- even though we know it's not real i'm like i, I don't want to see zendaya in that situation i don't want to see I, that's not a situation where i feel like it's necessary i don't want to see her getting uh raped and shit or uh any violence really towards her like that's not something i want to see and i don't know i don't know if it's just like me but even like watching Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has a lot of rape scenes and shit in it. And it's like, I have to skip through all that. I gotta, like, because uh, it's like, it's too it's too much. And it's like, it's a point where it's like, when, 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 when what are we doing here? Is this film? Or is this like, what are you trying to show? Because some stuff is like, like, in Game of Thrones, there was a rape scene with Sansa. And it's like, it went on for too long. The scene lasted too long. And it was like, so uncomfortable and, and not to say shit like that don't happen but it's like 
I, I feel like sometimes we try to glorify that within film or within music, and then it's like that shit happens in real life now. Mm-hmm. And it, not saying people wasn't raping people before t- TV and shit, but like I feel like shit like that is like I don't I don't got to do this to to be a good actor or actress or like uh, and and it, it goes with the people too because you said something about Zendaya and how people will take that and people will like. Us as audience, we we look at shit, and then we we want to interpret it or we want to take it apart and like pick at it. And I feel like for a lot of shit, especially what what trauma and shit, like look at the news stations when they report on like horrible shit, like with the uh, again with the mass shootings when when there was uh, you know the school shootings going on and they got the fucking camera in these parents' face. Did you find out if you lost your kid or not? <laughs> that's, that's not funny. That, but that's, that's how they're asking questions and shit. And it's like, it's like, why are we getting into this point where it's like, we are like feeding off trauma? I don't think that shit is healthy for none of us. And so, like, back to our original point, the original movie. The, the movie's called I'm Not Okay. I do think it was good. It was on Hulu, I think. Yeah, it was on Hulu. And was it or Netflix? It was on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was on Hulu. I do think it was a good movie, and it was just more so about, like, uh, I'm not forgiving you for fuck shit. But, like, the girl Rowan did not forgive that white girl for that, and she told her, like, the oh, and what I really loved about it is toward the end, and, like, you see the the white girl, she's wrote a whole little paragraph, I'm going to get up here at your event that you're hosting, and I'm going to speak, and I'm going to say something to get your forgiveness. And it's like... She she told her like, that's not I don't want your forgiveness or I don't want I don't you're not sorry because you did what you did you're not sorry for doing it you sorry because you got caught and you like if you were sorry you would have stopped this shit a long time ago and stopped it on your own and it's also this isn't the place for you to do shit like that and it ended on a note where he was like what that's it that's the ending and I'm like yes that's the ending because there's no way I can forgive you like there's no way we can get past what you what you did. And that sometimes that got to be okay. I didn't like the ending. I really didn't. And I really prefer it to be like she apologized and they all become happy at the end. That's just me. But that's a, I think, and I feel like that's why I really did like the movie. The ending made the movie. The ending was the cherry on top because it was like, I'm not forgiving you. So and what would have spoiled that? My fault for interrupting, but what would have spoiled that? I feel ending? like her actually getting up there and then them forgiving her. Oh, that would have spoiled it because it's like you don't deserve forgiveness for this you're not sorry if you were sorry you would have never did that and that's not some shit you don't play on trauma and make it seem like all right people fucking die yeah like people die and you you use that as a way to boost your following you, nothing was wrong with you you wanted attention so it's like i'm not gonna forgive you for that i can't forgive you for that and it's like it's also you you come in you're coming into my space. I allowed you in my space. And you kinda did and like she said, you've done what they all do. You steal from us, you use it as your own, and then you you you're a victim now. And that's you know, they do that. They like to be victims and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't I don't knock it. I like that ending. It was don't forget them. Well, on our movie Mania, uh, we also we were big ass kids as mm-hmm. we were laid up on the fucking uh, couch and shit like that, eating our fucking snacks from, you know, doing what we do. We also seen Lightyear um, this weekend. What the fuck? I'm fucking with the movies. Lightyear was not that good though. But really it had, to I, you, it was great to me. I it loved was okay. it. I fell asleep. I ain't gonna lie. It I did fall the, asleep. 
it was not the story that I felt like it should have been. Yeah. Like, if we're going to do a story about Buzz Lightyear, I feel like I did not care for that story. Maybe the second one is going to be better. I do care. I like the message within the story. Yeah. But I don't care for the actual overall story. Here's... Here's what I thought about the film. Mm-hmm. I know everything is about being about being inclusive, but I just don't think that was necessary to like. I don't think a gay scene was needed in 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 the movie. Mm. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I don't care about the the her, his friend's sexual preference. Like, he opens up the door and like I guess a, either a white woman or Asian woman mm-hmm. is like her uh, partner. Mm-hmm. And then like life goes on, and they have a baby, they have a, like a black child, and but it's just like that's where it would draw me confusion. Is like as a kid seeing that would draw me confusion, but that's neither here nor there. So life is passing on, and then you know his friend passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody the next time he goes is I thought it was like the little boy that grew up, her son, yeah, her son, but, but it it wasn't. It's his it's his his daughter, her granddaughters. So it's his. Not Buzz is is the his friend, the cadet, the other cadet. She had a son right. who had a daughter. Okay, so that's his daughter's son. Nice. No, that's what I'm Literally, saying. The other cadet, the black woman, she had a son. Her yeah. son had a daughter, which now makes that her granddaughter. I'm not talking about the granddaughter yet. I'm talking about the nigga that came in. He was the commander. That's the son. Oh, okay. So it was her son, and he was like, "All right, Buzz, we ain't fucking with this shit no more. You need to stop. We we null and void this shit." So being hard headed, like any fucking body, any white person would be, mm-hmm. um, he jumps the gun. He gets into the ship, and then jumps. I think twenty years later, or some shit like that, or yeah, like, yeah, like far. And now he meets the granddaughter. Because he's finally able to do light speed. That's yeah. the thing with the jump. He's been trying to see if he can do light speed. And he finally learns how. Exactly. So he finally gets to that. Um, and he has like a support animal that figured it out for him. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. So later on, um, chop out a bunch of shit. Um, he finds these, you know, people. And they're like misfits. They don't really know what's going on. But later on in the film, towards the end, he finds out like Zerg, the nigga that was like plant, like controlling the, evil, the, point, nigga, the yeah. evil nigga was him. But he took a different route. He took a different path because mm-hmm. he didn't get praise for um, trying to figure out light speed and shit like that. He got like banished and he went somewhere far and made some technology mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, and then came back and then wanted to manipulate the planet. However, he wanted to mi- manipulate it. Um, but long story short, um, and I, I think that I, they fought and then he was like, you know, I'm not jumping. He figured out like how to make the crystal again. He jumped. He didn't want to jump. He wanted to continue life like mm-hmm. to enjoy it. So, um, that just leads me to like, it was a good lesson like in itself because we, sometimes we, we don't enjoy shit. Mm-hmm. We're so focused on like our career goals or like what we need to do and stuff like that. And life is constant. Life don't wait for nobody. Time doesn't wait for nobody. So I feel like we constantly do that every time. And that's why I feel like good mo- movies like that always like. I, I just told a kid yesterday. I said, you know, kid movies are really not for you. They're mm-hmm. really for adults. But we sit because we have to sit there with y'all type shit but yeah like that was a good lesson even for me because i'm like even with this like my hair and shit like that learning patience because if he would have just enjoyed 
uh, being on that planet, he would have found the best parts about being there. He could have grew old with his best friend. He mm-hmm. could have enjoyed, you know, he was probably been a godfather. Probably, you know what I mean? Probably went on different explorations and stuff like that. But being so prideful and being so spearheaded on getting your goal, obtaining your goal, fucks you over. I definitely it. think it's important for us to uh, focus on, like, the moment right here. Mm-hmm. Like, we go through life and it's like, we... We're trying to set ourselves up for later on, and because we're trying to set ourselves up for later on, we're missing out on what's going on right now. So later on, when you old as fucking now, yeah, you can you can rest happily, but it's like I'm happy, but I'm not content. And another thing, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Please tell me we've been recording. no, we no, yeah. Uh, another thing that I've been thinking about, like. um Teddy Ray, um, a comedian, like, just passed away, right, at 32. Mm. Um, and then I was just like, what is this shit worth? You know what I mean? Like, not saying, it's not saying it like, how do I want to say it? I'm saying it like, what is it worth if we, you can't take none of this shit yeah. with us? We can't do none of this shit? And it's like, we live these things or we are so strenuous, we're so hard on ourselves about not achieving this. But, like, once we die, what mm. what was the care for? I think it's also you got to look at it like this. It's like you can die at any time. So with the thought of I can die at any time, I need to be living at all times. Like I need to be here and I need to be doing what I'm doing. And it's like, again, with the setting yourself up for the future thing, you can set yourself up for the future. But you also got to be here in the moment living right now because it's like if you die before you can you know, Get enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Now you done wasted your fucking life. Yeah. That's a waste of, of your life. Even though you were doing something and it was good, you was doing something intentional, but it's like you can't put all your all into it. And I think that was the, the point of the movie is because you every four years, you're missing up four years out of someone's life. And eventually, like 10 trips, that's 40 fucking years out of someone's life. I don't even really know you anymore. No, for real, nigga. It's 40 years, and it's like you're doing it for a good reason. Well, you felt you want it to be a good reason. That, I think that's the thing, too, uh, for us. Because it's like, you know me. I'm a I'm a helper. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I got to catch myself. Like, you just because you like to help other people doesn't mean other people need saving. Yeah. And I think that was the thing with Buzz, too. Buzz wanted to be a savior. And him trying to save everybody... Nigga, we don't need saving. And that's what his friend kept telling him. She said, I'm okay here. I'm perfectly okay here. I've started a life. Other people have started lives here. We have a whole colony. It's a it's a civilization here. We're, we're good. We None of us even want to go back to, to what we had. Like, we're good here. And he, he couldn't realize it because, again, he wanted to be the savior. And he was looking ahead. He was looking at shit later on. Like, oh, I'm, I don't know. It's like... You can't always do that. Yeah, it, it, that is hard to do, but it's always like anything can happen at any moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that I feel like the false information we get that um, social media feeds us to, like, you need to work at your goal. You got to cut off all distractions. Yes, you got to cut off certain distractions mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? But you, you got, maybe you got to miss out on a party. Maybe you got to miss out on this and this and that. 
But what if that's your last time seeing your homie? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What if that's the last part of you to see any relative or anything like that? So I don't I don't always agree with people with this tunnel vision laser beam focus because it's like they're not that's why people say rich people aren't fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Because they miss out on moments because they're so busy. They're fixated they're not fixated on changing people's lives. They're fixated on just their goals and meeting their goals. That's why I said like I don't feel bad. Anytime I tell people I don't feel bad for not setting no goals Mm -hmm. because I'm just enjoying the fucking ride, bro. And that's what we fall short on because we don't enjoy the fucking ride. We don't enjoy what's being set in front, the lessons. We're just trying to get to the next Mm -hmm. fucking level. But that's not the case. Stop trying to have these laser focus and enjoy your family because it might be the last time you speak to somebody on the phone. Sometimes I'd be bothered when I'd be like, damn, Somebody is calling me right now, but what if this is the last time they, mm-hmm. you know, and I ignore it, and this is the last time they'll speak to them. Like, this life shit is, like, all the shit that we try to obtain, all the shit that we try to do, what is it really for? Mm-hmm. Is it really going to make you happy? And then, this is my, like, I have an, another question. Like, what is, like, and this, to segue this really crazy hard, what is, like, purposeful, purposeful peace? I don't know what yeah. the, I don't I like I was just like I was thinking to myself I'm like what is like true peace like is it death I, I feel like it would have to be or it depends because I think a lot of people do when they die they still take shit with them like regret and shit if you I feel like now that I'm older and shit I feel like now it's like I'm able to to like clear shit up and that brings me peace mm-hmm. like I'm not like holding on to nothing. I think that's what it is. It's it's about letting go of certain things. So yeah. it's like I'm not letting shit fuck up my day. I'm not or I'm trying to not let shit fuck up my day. I'm not trying to hold on to a grudge against a person. I'm not trying to um you know, hold on to no anger, no nothing towards anybody. So it's like that I'm I've been at peace. I've been good. I have not always like and don't get me wrong, peace is not I feel like people be thinking peace is like a 24 hour thing and it's not because sometimes your, your shit gets invaded and that's okay but it's like it's a disruption of peace but it's like it's not always a bad thing for your peace to be disrupted if that makes sense yeah it's just one of those things because it's like when people are like oh this is my peace you're my peace like i feel like that's when it's like a purge like you're not truly happy when mm. when you're selling someone you're like they're your peace because it's like that person can die now where's your peace yep you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've told people, like, you know, they're my piece. You know, and which, I mean, out of, like, love. Like, this is a piece of love. I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the sense of that. But it's just, like, when that person dies, where 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 do you find peace at now? I feel like we need to stop putting peace in existing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're the only existing thing you need to put your peace in. This sounds wild as hell. It's in you. No, <laughs> peace. I feel like peace is a state of being, and not really a like. It's a mindset as well too, because it's like I gotta go through life, and I gotta make sure I am okay. Mm-hmm. I can't keep going through life and harping on like everything that's gone bad, or harping on what could happen. Like, and that's the thing too, because I'm like even with Buzz, like you're you're you you ain't at peace because you're worried about what's coming later. And instead of enjoying what's going on now, I think that's what it is. It's like, for me, I don't know. I just live in the moment now. And that really, I'd be at peace with that. I'm not, I'm looking toward the future, but I am not looking toward the future so much where my present is now not present anymore. 
if that makes sense. I used to get burnt up about my ex when she um when she used to say shit like that to me. Like I can't see into the future. Hmm. But that was real, it's real shit. It is. Like I can't I can't see what's for us because I don't know what's gonna be for us. I can only live in now. Maybe you know, and maybe that that time I wasn't really understanding. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? You're gonna be with me forever. That's that's how I thought. You know what I mean? But shit turns out different. But it was real shit. Like I can't think into the. I can't think that far ahead because I don't know what's happening to you. Yeah. And I tell now I tell like people that I'm dealing with. I'm like I don't I don't know what's for us mm -hmm. for real for real. Like I could die the next day. Then what you gonna do? You gonna live? You gonna find another motherfucker? You gonna whatever? You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's a little it's a little temporary for peace. That's but I just really wanted to know that. My last question before we wrap all this up. Um, since we have been talking about movies and life experiences, I want to know, like, you know, what would your movie be about, man? My movie, I'm going to need or a three-part series. series. Yeah, I'm going to need a trilogy. My shit going to be like some Lord of the Rings type shit. Because I feel like, again, in the first part of my life as a kid growing up and shit, it was happiness, but it was also a lot of sadness. And even in the second part where it's like, it would be like a continuously building story where it's like now where I'm at right now, it's like this is the good part. Like, don't and don't get me wrong, because there's been a lot of great parts before this. But I feel like my shit would just be a lot of character development, a lot of like you, you see this character go and maybe I will be a background character in my own movie, if really? that makes sense. Like I'm I start off as a background character and then come up to the front because I feel like part of me feel like that's how I was living life at one point. Because when you go through life and you're getting, like, you're getting told certain things about yourself and you're getting told, like, uh, I feel like you stop, or at least for me, I feel like I stopped existing for myself a little bit and I was, like, doing shit for other people and shit instead of doing it for me. Like, I'm I'm not enjoying what I want to enjoy because I don't want other people to be bothered by what I enjoy. I'm not... Uh, doing what I want to do because I don't want nobody else, I'm, or I'm helping someone else, or I'm doing this and that. So it's like, no, shit, I'm okay. Yeah. And so like my shit would just be a lot of character development, a lot of uh, a lot of character development, nigga. A lot. It would be a sad story though, starting yeah. off. But then you would get build up to that part where it's like, now it's like, oh, this is the nigga doing good. It's like Shippuden. Shippuden. Uh, I didn't watch Naruto. Shippuden. So it's like. In Naruto, you see him, and I, I feel like I've said this on, on the show before, you see him go through all this fuck shit. You see how life can be so fucking hard for him. Life is like, you know, it ain't shit. People, the people around him who's supposed to do right by him don't do right by him how they should have. Uh, and then a lot of responsibility gets put on him, where it's like, now I have to bear the, the weight of the village. I got to uh, put everything on my back. And that nigga literally put everything on his back and, and did what he needed to do and I feel like at one point that was me mm. and so now I'm at a point where it's like I'm in my uh, I don't know I'm in my Shippuden mode where it's like I've lost all my people but I'm at I'm toward the end of it where it's like um, I can't be like I'm toward the end of it because who knows what's for me like right. what's what's next but I'm in a place now where it's like I'm I'm able to feel happy and I'm able to look forward to shit now okay yeah um, I feel like my movie I want my movie to be like action comedy I feel like um, what action was you getting into it wasn't a lot of action like alright no 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 bullshit I want like a I want like a prequel 
and then I want like um like my prequel will be my mom's and sh- like my father's story and shit like that, mm. and then like how they grew up, and then I want like my story <laughs> this to be like want to raise in Canaan's man. I just I just like think that. I always my favorite movies are like Crooklyn and I just love the aesthetic of mm. Crooklyn like the kids is playing on the block and shit like that that is like a real coming to age like story because it's like number one the mom passed away mm-hmm. I think the cancer and now the little girl has to take care of her little brothers and kind of like be the woman of the house now. yeah and it was it's just so dope like I feel like that aesthetic for me at least growing up because everything wasn't all bad for me um it was just like I was a misfit so like i put like a combination of um dennis the menace because i'll just do shit. i feel like i did a lot of shit for attention but i do that um and like some false shit. like i want some fictional shit, like on some minute oh, black yeah. shit. you talking about some dramatized yeah shit? like i want some minute black shit, like on some cool shit. but i i just i just want like a minute black crooklyn type of thing like those are my two favorite movies for for in the iron giant i love the iron giant um, the Iron Giant was raw as hell. But you know what's so crazy about the Iron Giant? It did not do well in box office. It didn't. But it, it became greater later on. Exactly. That shit, I remember, like, the first time watching the Iron Giant. I ain't know, like, what he put on. I think those the, the little, little That shit looked like cup, shit. coffee or something. I was like that. And then it got him hyper. It was like espresso, I think. Yeah. I'm like, that. the whole, that movie, the art style, the animation, everything, Man. I fuck with it. I do. That was one of my, like... I, we had that on VCR. Yeah, that, that was, was good. I always wanted to put on Iron Giant. Iron Giant was one of those movies where it's just like I mimic the cheese stick. I, I got like a cheese stick and like a uh, when he was eating the little uh, mm-hmm. milkshake shit, I had a little tricks cup and I eat it just like him. I feel like that was like one of those movies where it don't get enough credit now, even still. Yeah. But it's just like that was one of the movies where it was like you felt for the robot. You felt for something that wasn't even like human like yeah. you know what i mean and it was such this big thing and it felt so cowardly and it felt so like small and you know shook and shit and then became like this like what he's seen we in the comics that yeah we should laid up don't what a don't b- stop <laughs> fucking <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> with that being said oh shit i'm right. just ending it early hold on <laughs> It's about that time where we leave here with a positive message to get through the week. Special guest Vincent Brown. <laughs> Live in the moment, bro. Enjoy everything in front of you. And be safe as you do that. Because a lot of you niggas be like, I'm going to live in the moment. But y'all be living unhealthily. Like, is that a word? No, it's not. Y'all don't, don't be it. living healthily. Or healthy. Healthy. Healthy, healthy. Y'all be living unhealthy. Yeah, y'all are living unhealthy lifestyles. Live in the moment, but don't live trifling. Like, um, bro, enjoy yourself. And I, I feel like as you go through life and shit, have fun. And don't, having fun should not hurt other people as you go through life. So that's, you know, don't take that shit and run with it. But that's it. I think that was like my first, like, real like positive positive without being like fuck white people or yeah uh, you try growing you're growing uh my positive message is um hey man what the fuck is up no uh, my positive message is um you don't gotta keep up with the joneses man 
um i think that was a a hard thing i i had to learn like young you know i I was in a catholic school and i felt like i always had to have the latest and newest shit and not really enjoy what was in, in front of me so i feel like you don't have to keep up with somebody be unique in your own style be unique in who you are because that's always going to shine no matter what anything that i felt like was a hit or anything whether it caused me embarrassment whether it caused jokes to fly i still stuck behind it because i enjoyed it and not letting anybody take that away from me so what that what that is just enjoy what's in front of you like vince said and just smell enjoy the fucking journey smell some pussy did you know Teddy Ray passed away. I just said that on the podcast. I, I literally not, when just you said his name. I didn't know that is so. Yes. What? And I'm go ahead. Cause it's only because we started. I I started watching him because of you with yeah. the um. The and I feel like lose, yeah. it was it the losing weight or Doughboy versus Teddy. It was some shit like that. They it, was like competing to lose weight or some shit. No, nah, they was just doing them videos. You used to show me oh, like yeah, their yeah. videos. That was and shit. that was them competing to lose weight. That shit. Wow. Yep. That is so fucking That's sad. That's why I said life was like, what is it worth? That is so fucking sad. Oh my god. So, with that being said, you killed it on the on the like a crazy it was, beat. I'm sorry. But with that being rest said, rest in peace, Teddy Ray. I'm rest sorry. in peace, Teddy Ray. You yes. know, um, real great inspiration. Um, it was a great inspiration for me early on because you know I was making videos and stuff like that, and all Def Digital. You really gave me that. Mm-hmm. You know, so rest in peace to you. Um, yeah, with that being said, I'm Nas. I'm Vince. Thank you for being awkward with us. See you next week. Woo! 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 Woo!